by Riverside. How's it going? Your friendly neighborhood Swiss Army recruiter, Jake, signing in for our first episode of the new year. I'm very excited to start our podcast here. Uh, I think it's a good place to start, uh, and it is going to kind of walk us through, um, you know, every step of the job seeking slash kind of hiring process that um, everybody kind of, I feel like, needs to know and, and uh, would like to kind of glean a little bit of uh, um, kind of side from the other, you know, view from the other fence, right, or, or over the fence and uh, kind of see, you know, how it is uh, from an HR professional's uh, perspective and how a hiring manager, uh, you know, wants to find the best person and, you know, what they're looking for. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the application process, right? How we uh, are going to, um, you know, apply to jobs, right? How we're applying to jobs, right? Versus how we used to. Uh, and, you know, we'll talk a little bit about, um, you know, why there are so many people applying to jobs right now, right? Those massive layoffs in the market. So, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, the great resignation, the great mismatch, whatever you want to call it. We'll talk about getting ghosted by recruiters and, and getting those automated rejection emails that we can't stand uh, during this process. Uh, we'll cover you know, some statistics today as well um, that I think are going to help us understand um, you know, how far we've come and how much further we have to go. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, and the last part of this episode I want to talk to you guys about is really catering your resume to specific job or company that you're passionate about. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, how we can kind of uh, set ourselves apart from the pack, especially when there's tons of applications out there, uh, especially when, you know, right now there are 100 plus applications to one job, right, guys? And chances are there may be one or two individuals that are reviewing those, uh, like a recruiter such as yours truly, uh, and that can take some time as well, guys. So we'll uh, kind of walk you through how you can get their attention a little bit easier, how you can get the attention of the softwares that they're using easier. A lot of uh, companies are using AI-driven software where you're going to uh, get these automated rejection emails if you don't have the right number of keywords on your resume, right? We'll talk a little bit about that. So without further ado, first step of the uh, journey here is, again, the application process. And I think the first thing we want to cover is those massive layoffs that, we're, that we've seen in the market, guys, right? Uh, right now, hiring has continued to decline since November of 2022 uh, amid, amid that increased uncertainty uh, and a slowdown in global economic activity by about 21%. Uh, so we're, we're seeing it all over the world, right? Relative to November 2021, Hiring was down across the entire globe, guys, right? UK, Brazil, Ireland, and Mexico all were down over 20% uh, as well as us. So hiring also slowed significantly, significantly here, right? As they've, you know, as I mentioned, right, just due to companies tightening the belts and taking a more conservative approach to, you know, how they recruit and find uh, the best people for their company, right? How do they find that best talent? Uh, so however, I will say that this isn't a one size, you know, fits all, right? Every company is different and some companies, you know, really haven't experienced much uh, talent squeezes as others, right? You're, you're not seeing every single company laying off, you know, individuals by the thousands, but it is, um, you know, something that you are seeing every day and I think that's going to continue and I think that uh, there is going to be a rock bottom and then there's going, there's going to be a period where it's going to get a lot better. So we'll talk about that. <clears throat> Now, uh, hiring across the U.S., like I mentioned, was about 5% less uh, in November compared to uh, the previous month. 
uh, and then is down about 20% uh, compared to last November of 2021, uh, right? So just kind of seeing how uh, the U.S. has kind of still uh, experienced a little bit of a downturn, 2021, 2022, uh, we're not record-breaking years for a lot of teams, right, guys? And I think that uh, hiring in the tech information and media space, right, is now at its lowest. So, uh, you know, you wind the clocks back to July 2020, uh, you know, there was, you know, a lot more jobs, right? There was a lot more hiring going on. So um, now you kind of fast forward to December 2022, there was nearly about one or two job openings, guys, for every active applicant uh, that was, you know, saying, hey, I'm open to work and was on LinkedIn. Uh, now that ratio has doubled, right, uh, in the past few months based on, uh, you know, just numbers uh, according to, you know, where we were in the pandemic. So that suggests that we do have a lot of jobs out there. And, you know, if you're looking for work, there is a possibility, right, guys? So just be mindful of that. Um, there are jobs, right, that aren't going to move as fast as others, right? Let's just be honest, right? You've, you've probably applied to that job where they're saying like, hey, yeah, we are uh, looking to hire somebody right away. Uh, and then it's just weeks and weeks of, you know, you juggling the conversations with the recruiter or trying to meet with the hiring managers, um, you know, trying to, you know, just, you know, get closure on that position, right? And it can be frustrating. So uh, just be mindful of that, right? And, you know, an easy way is to just ask the question, right? How soon are you guys looking to hire uh, somebody in this position? Um, you know, they are chances going to say that they're looking to hire right away, but uh, a, a transparent recruiter and, and a good team will, uh, you know, shoot you straight on that, right? And be transparent and say, hey, you know, we're are looking to kind of, you know, ramp things up in Q2. So, you know, we're going to interview and we're going to kind of, you know, maybe you know, do a couple rounds, yada, yada, and then, you know, we'll talk to you, right? We'll, we'll get you some feedback. So uh, if that's, you know, the response that you get and you don't really get that warm, fuzzy feeling that like, oh, I'm going to be able to move fast. I'm going to get an offer from these guys right away. Um, maybe that's not the best choice, right? But still go with it, right? And I say, you know, I say keep your options open. Uh, it's always good to have multiple irons in the fire, right, guys? But um, don't do it at the expense of your your mental sanity. I think that there is a lot of jobs out there, so you know there's plenty of fish in the sea, right? That analogy, and, and uh, don't be afraid to uh, be very mindful of where you're blasting your resume to. So don't just blast it out to every single job that's out there that you think you're qualified for. Uh, easy apply on LinkedIn isn't just a button, right? It is, you know, it's nice, but uh, try not to do that too much because that's where you're going to get a lot of automated rejection if you're just using the same resume over and over again. So. Be mindful of that, and you know we'll talk a little bit about how you can get past that automated rejection email, uh, or being ghosted by uh, a company or a recruiter or whoever, right? So, uh, a very big topic being ghosted. Uh, it happens a lot in personal and professional life, and I think that uh, everybody talks about it or has uh, has a story about it. Um, it. It's just you know basically you know recruiter or whoever uh, stops talking to to the other right. It could be a candidate decides that they they're not interested in the opportunity and they just you know I'm not going to return your calls. I'm not going to answer your texts or your messages, uh, and that's totally fine, guys. Right? I always as a recruiter uh, don't take that personally. I don't think that you hate me or something like that. I, you know if I did give you a bad experience, I'm terribly sorry. Um, but I think you know. Uh, as adults, right, I think we all just understand, like, hey, people have lives, right? And I think that, um, you know, sometimes being ghosted can feel like, oh, this person doesn't care about me. Uh, you know, something was went terribly wrong in the interview. What did I do wrong? Um, so some people get very, you know, self-reflective and, and think like they, they, you know, they think the worst, right? So don't think that, guys. It really, you know, chances are sometimes what happens is uh, recruiting is a very high turnover industry at some companies. 
you know, maybe that recruiter has moved on. Maybe they've gone to a new role. Maybe they got promoted. Maybe they've left a company. Uh, it could be a multitude of things. And, um, you know, it could just be, you know, uh, they're just about their jobs, right? I think that's the biggest thing that people always think, look, well, they're just, you know, just not getting back to me. They're lazy. Uh, and that's not the case, guys. I think most recruiters want to get jobs filled, right? Most talent professionals or HR people, they don't want to sit there with an open job order with a hiring manager breathing down their neck, whoever is in charge of it, um, you know, begging them for, for the resources or for a person that can kind of, you know, keep their team, uh, get their team up to speed uh, and back to full strength, right? <clears throat> uh, so how do I get past, you know, these automated rejection emails? First things first, don't be blasting your emails and don't be clicking that easy apply with the same resume over and over again because you're not going to get that response, right? You will get that response, right? But you're not going to get the response that you're looking for. So... Uh, my first advice is be relentless and try not to let the bad news knock you down for too long, guys. Uh, you know, there is going to be a lot of, you know, downturn. There's going to be a lot of rejection uh, during a you know, job seeking process. I'm sure you're all aware, but um, let's, well, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, how your application gets reviewed, okay? <clears throat> so when you're screening out resumes as uh, a business, right, sometimes you'll have an individual who reviews every single application that comes in. Uh, sometimes you have software that makes your jobs a little bit easier and reviews a lot of the resumes and reads them for you. Uh, we'll look at uh, those specific application questions that you answer, and if a person uh, answers, you know, yes, and, and, and the answers are, are what we're looking for to all the questions and your resume, you know, checks all those boxes, the software will, will basically put your resume at the top of the pile, right? And they'll say, hey, this person is probably the most qualified. <clears throat> and that is a double-edged sword, like I mentioned, right? So with that, you know, we have to have good HR people that know uh, when to kind of read between the lines, right? And, and look at uh, the job description uh, and the, the person that applied and be like, hmm, maybe they're not a good fit for this role, but I do have another position that's not even posted yet or, or you know, something along those lines there's always another opportunity, right, guys? And I think that that speaks volumes to uh, having a really good HR team. And I hope that businesses are hearing this and hope that decision makers are tuning in as well uh, and that you guys see that like, oh, I, I need to invest in HR. I need to invest in talent acquisition. Uh, that is basically the, the easiest way to get free advertising is to have a good team of recruiters and HR professionals that love the brand, that know exactly what the team is looking for and, and are a part of the culture uh, and they can speak to that, right? And they can kind of, you know, share that with 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 candidates. Um, but they, you know, it, it's not going to do really well if you just have a software that the hiring manager uses, and it's just like, oh, this person looks like they're the most qualified. Let's call them. <clears throat> so just be aware of that, guys. The way that you can kind of navigate that is, you know, really just try to add more keywords to your resumes, right? And we'll talk a little bit about, uh, I have a bunch of steps in how to really build up your resume and cater it to the specific job or company that you're applying to. Um, so there's a few different ways you can kind of set yourself apart from the pack, right? My biggest advice, you know, this would be number one, two, and three on the bullet list if I could, and it would be set, setting yourself apart is basically by adding measurable achievements, right? Make sure that you put facts on your resume, you know, bullets into your work history that speak to, you know, how you impacted the organization and how you impacted the team, right? Were you a, uh, a leader without the title, right? Make sure that you can kind of, in your bullet points, speak to that, right? I mentored several other team members on my team. I was responsible for onboarding all new hires, right? That's, that's something you can kind of put on there and be like, hey, that's, that's leadership experience, right? Uh, if you ever took any courses or, or company paid trainings, right, 
uh, put that in your resume, right? I've done leadership courses with, with organizations that um, have nationally accredited training programs, and I learned a lot from those, uh, those you know, trainings, right, guys? And I think that that's um, something that people don't often put on their resume, but it speaks volumes again, so do that. Add as much education to your belt as possible, right? Put, a, put that on your resume. Um, make sure that you have measurable, you know, uh, just facts. Like you can kind of put, you know, I added, uh, you know, 100 plus, you know, uh, users to this new database, right? Or I, you know, I, I brought in or onboarded these many clients and I drove revenue X percentage or X million dollars this year, right? Which is huge. Put that on your resume. Speak to that, right? And that'll help, you know, again, catch the eye of recruiters such as myself uh, or whoever the hiring manager is that's looking at the software that's reading your resume again, right? Uh, but cater your resume to the specific job, guys. And again, make sure that your resume isn't super, um, you know, worded up in terms of, you know, uh, graphics and pictures and stuff like that, right? Don't get too fancy with it. Keep it black and white and simple. Just so that way um, the, the new software out there nowadays can really help you know, it helps them, right? It helps the uh, the computer and the AI learn and, and read it a little bit better. So um, now let's talk a little bit about how we cater our resume just, you know, specifically to a job that we want to apply for, right? Let's say there's a job out there that you want to look at and uh, the first thing you want to do is like look at the required skills, right? I think everybody kind of notices that, okay, here's what the requirements are of the position. I'm going to see if I check those boxes. Okay, I have, you know, X, Y, Z skills and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and apply, right? So first things first, you gotta review that job description, right? Really break it down, guys. Read and write down or highlight any significant keywords or phrases that are, that are called out multiple times or if they're bolded or highlighted already, chances are uh, that's gonna be part of the interview process, right, guys? So make sure that you know your stuff about those, uh, those tools or the specific uh, you know, tasks that they're, they're asking you guys to, to be privy to because they are going to really drill you on that during the interview process, right? Compare your resume, right? So now that you know what the employer is looking for, right? Look at your resume and look at those requirements of the job description, right? You can review your general resume and start kind of tailoring it to their needs, right? Place your key qualifications on the top of your resume, right? Put your education, put your skills set, uh, put the tools that you've used at the top. So that way, you know, if I'm a hiring manager, I'm not combing through, you know, your years of experience and I have to get all the way to the bottom to see, okay, here's the school skills that I'm looking for. Um, does this person check all these boxes, right? <clears throat> so look at the experience you've already listed and, and again, just be mindful of that. Focus towards your most relevant skills rather than your work timeline, right? The most relevant skills to that position are gonna be what you wanna highlight and really call out on the resume. So update that and then update your summary, right? Talk about, you know, hey, what position you are trying to secure, but also uh, talk like, hey, I'm a self-motivated uh, marketing specialist with over three years of experience in uh, web design and uh, social media campaign management, right? Now they've, now they've kind of got an idea of, you know, how many years of experience you have, a little bit of background on, you know, the type of person that you are, the type of you know, worker you are, you're self-motivated. That's a really good adjective. <clears throat> and then lastly, I uh, like to kind of, again, put some really metrics behind it. Put a fact in there with numbers, guys. Uh, I, you know, developed a strategy for clients that increased traffic to our, you know, let's say our webpage, uh, including a 25% boost in uh, local client growth, right? That's huge, right? Make sure that you add that to your resume if you helped any way, shape, or form add value to the organization or impacted it uh, to that extent, right? And try to kind of you know bring uh, 
really good numbers to it, right? Don't be like, oh, I, you know, I increased it by 5% in, you know, uh, a month or two. That's not as impressive, right? So just keep that in mind as well. Customize your work history. Um, I know guys that a lot of people are like, I want to see every single job that you've had for the past seven years. That's not the case nowadays, right? It's really more so just put jobs that are relevant to the description again on your resume. Um, you know, if you're somebody that doesn't have a lot of work experience, you know, make sure you list it all out, guys. I think that's better than nothing. Um, you know, and then just speak more again to your education and stuff like that, right? If, it, if a role that you're applying to is truly um, entry level or mid level and you've got a few years experience, right? Whether it's educational or not, um, or if it's working or not, right? It, it's going to make no difference to those hiring managers, right? If it is truly uh, an entry level role, right? They're always willing to train. And I think every role, like I said, is, uh, you know, trainable, right? If you're, if you're willing to put the time and resources into it as a business. So I hope that companies are, are coming around on that. And I think some of them are, right? Especially in like the big tech space, rather than lay off all of these great people, um, they're trying to retrain and, and uh, transfer them to other silos and help them uh, still thrive with the organization, right, and have a good experience. So <clears throat> now, uh, like I kind of mentioned, you want to include those measurable results, update your skills section, make sure that you add, you know, new skills and, and take off obsolete ones as they kind of come along, right? Don't put, um, you know, a, a tool or a skill that's that's completely out of date and nobody uses anymore because, you know, chances are that's really not going to be come up in, coming up in conversations. So, uh, and then lastly, guys, you got to proofread your resumes. Just make sure that everything sounds good, right? Hand it to another coworker that's maybe, you know, uh, open to you, you know, leaving, right, or knows that you're leaving. Uh, hand it to a, a loved one at home and just have them look it over, right? Be like, hey, if you were a hiring manager, would this get your attention? I'm trying to apply for this, you know, type of job. Um, if you have, you know, uh, questions, you can always obviously email me too. I'm more than happy to help you guys. You know, in the limited time that I can, uh, I'm more than happy to really give you guys some feedback and um, help so help you guys succeed. Right, this is what this podcast is for. I want to reach out to the community. I want to know who's listening and and uh, you know what you guys are getting out of this. Right, and and how I can again tailor my uh, episodes to you know uh, facts and and uh, you know deliverables that are going to help you guys uh, in your personal and professional careers. I hope so. Don't keep your um, you know, comments and questions to yourself, feel free to reach out, sarpodcast.outlook.com. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook, the Swiss Army Recruiter Podcast. Uh, you can look me up there, uh, Swiss Army Recruiter Pod on Instagram, if you're uh, looking at the at sign there. And uh, other than that, guys, I think that kind of covers it, right? Uh, I hope that you guys got something from this. Again, I'm going to go ahead and get this uh, episode posted. And then you know, next week, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the interview process, right, and what that entails how to really present yourself the best way, right? If you're doing virtual versus on-site interviews and stuff like that. Um, but I hope that you guys, uh, you know, have a great rest of your week here. Hope that you have a great weekend. Uh, and thanks you guys again for tuning in. Powered by Riverside FM.